Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, senior writer at Heavy.com and the host of the Scoop B radio podcast. You know, I got to check out my guy, Austin D, because he's making it happen on Austin D Radio. Thanks for the intro, Scoop. You guys are tuning in to another edition of Austin D Radio. Well, of course, your host, Austin D. And on today's episode, we have some interesting topics featuring LeBron James not deciding to wear a message on the back of his jersey. Lakers guard Ray John Rondo injures his right thumb in the team's first practice. King of the Jet Smith lists his all-time top 10. You might be surprised. And Jamal Crawford signs with the Brooklyn Nets. Is he the greatest six man of all time? We'll have to debate that. But of course, with me in the studio, the man who seems to never beat me in a debate on my podcast. That's right, Mr. Vladimir Cadet. You guys can find him on Take a Chance Podcast on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Vlad, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You ain't got to lie to the people like that, though. You don't You don't, you don't got to lie, man. You, you know that I win all these debates, man. You ain't got to lie. You sure? Don't do that, man. The, you the sure? Bible says not to, the Bible says not to lie, Austin. You, you know, I, uh, I can't even say it's 50-50. I'm going to say 80-20. I'll take the 80. I'll take the 80. You take the 20. All right, man. You know, you know I just got to... I try to keep it modest with you, man, because you know I love you like a brother. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But anyway, man, we're finna go ahead and hop into the sports news. Mr. LeBron James decides not to wear a social message jersey heading into Orlando. And a statement that he said, according to NBC News, it was no disrespect to the list that was handed out to all the players. I commend everyone that decides to put on something on the back of their jersey. It's just something that didn't really seriously resonate with my mission and with my goal. I would have loved to have a say-so on the matter and what what went on the back of my jersey. I had a couple things in mind, but I wasn't a part of that process, which is okay. I am absolutely okay with that. Mr. Vladimir Cadet, what are your thoughts on this situation? I honestly don't have a problem with, you know, LeBron not having a name on the back of his jersey, and I don't have a problem with, you know, the other players out there who also wants to put a name on their jersey because at the end of the day, you know, you could you could support the movement in any type of way, any type of form that you want to, as long as you're supporting what's going on and not ignoring what's going on in the world. But you know, for LeBron, for himself to start off with that, we've seen for LeBron, all I have to say really is actions speak louder than words, and LeBron has has always been very vocal when it's come to these, you know, this type of subject, you know, with the Black Lives Matters and with everything that's been going on, LeBron has been very vocal about it you know most people in the nba they won't be vocal about it they'll support it but they won't say like you know how they feel or um they'll be afraid to get the backlash but lebron is going to open his mouth regardless of what's going on and you know we've seen what he did with the heat with the trayvon martin um incident had done happen rp to him the eric gardner rp to him as well too that i can't i can't breathe lebron starting off his own school giving those kids you know an education and a free chance of going to college if they want to go to. I mean, outside of basketball, I would say, like, LeBron is, like, one of the biggest, you know, figures out there because, you know, it's more than basketball at the end of the day. It's more so, For me, it's more so what you do off the court than on the court, you know, because, of course, people are going to remember you for what you did on the court, like, oh, you, you make this shot and, like, you know, this matter of seconds or whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's what you do off the court that really speaks for your resume so for LeBron it's, it's actions speak louder than words and you know LeBron's actions definitely speak louder than his words we've seen that on multiple occasions so I don't bash him for not wanting to put a name on the back of his jersey neither do I bash the other players who do want to put names on the back of his jersey like Kyle Corver he want to put Black Lives Matter I applaud him for that I don't have no problems like if you want to wear it go ahead if you don't that's fine but at the end of the day do something to support the movement 
don't ignore what's going on out there and just focus on what you got going on or saying all lives matter. No, don't don't be ignorant. Don't be rude. Okay, because we all live in the same world. We all watch the TV. We all see what's going on with these protests and these cops killing these unarmed people losing their lives and whatnot. So it's no, it's not fair. But I don't have no problem with it though. I had I had no problem address. Like I really wanted to dive into the subject. I really did, Vlad. So I look at this situation and. Of course, alluding to what you said, LeBron has definitely been the role. I he's definitely been the iconic role model in today's sports that that you know that we love to see that we need to see. He's actually been a trailblazer with no matter what he's done on the court, but rather what he's done off the court as well. And to be honest, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed in Adam Silver in this one because you're you're talking about limiting players, and of course, with LeBron being one of your most prominent star players within the league that's predominantly black. You're limiting you're limiting these players to only a few, not even a wide array of what of what they could with the messages that they could put on their jersey. And I think in a situation like this, in a time like this, Adam needed to let all these players express their First Amendment right, which is freedom of speech. Of course, there should be no obscene phrases or no no cussing, none of that. But something that gets the point across. And like I said, man, I just really, I just really feel like Adam Adam Silver really dropped the ball in this one because you really gotta let these players express this for themselves as well. And I know, and and LeBron really isn't the first one to express this as well. Um, I remember a couple weeks back, Jalen Jalen Brown and Mike Scott addressed the situation as well, where Jalen Brown agreed with Mike Scott, where he basically said he would like more options, you know, to where to what as to what they could wear on the back of their jerseys. And I totally agree with that. You can't limit these players in a time like this when you're talking about social injustice within the world. There, there's no way you can limit players on what they can say and. It, you you just gotta you just gotta let him have that wider rate, and of course you know of course Anthony Davis is gonna keep his last name on the back of his jersey, as so many others. And like I said, M- NBA you gotta you gotta do better on this one. I really feel like they literally dropped the ball on this one. Literally, they dropped the ball on this one. I agree with you on that because I I seen some report that there was like correct me if I'm wrong, but there was like 29 names that the um that the NBA had done had them put out for the players to put on the back of their their jersey. I think it was like 29 names that they that they had done um that they had done chose. I'm gonna have to go back and um, look at the just because I don't want to give out the wrong information. But you're definitely right though. Like you should definitely consult like you know players like you know LeBron that has a high vocal voice into saying okay LeBron like how do you feel about this or how do you feel about that? Because I mean there's nothing wrong with the names that he picked. You feel me? Like I don't have you know a problem with that. But I feel like you know let's see what LeBron had to say. Like let's see where his input was at. Like you know because you never really know what a person is um having their mind. So you know ask for ask for the input and then you know you can take it from there. But I mean at the end of the day, I mean you know they're still doing their part in supporting the movement. So I do like you know I do give Adam Silver that. Like I give him credit for that because. He didn't have to do that, but you are also right at the end of the day. He did kind of drop the ball and, you know, not talking to LeBron, you know, maybe like, you know, like a Chris Paul, who's like the president of the association. I don't know if he spoke to him or not, but, you know, certain players like those, like you have to speak to them on on these type of matters right here. And by any means, I'm not trying to poo-poo on what Adam Silver is doing and how he's progressing the league and moving forward. Because if you ask me, and like for the major sports, Adam Silver is probably one of the most aggressive and progressive ones when you're talking about change within the sport. And Vlad, to allude back to your point about the the suggested messages that um, that, that were agreed upon by the the Players Association and the NBA, some of the names were Black Lives Matter, say their names, vote, I can't breathe, justice, peace, equality. 
freedom, enough, power to the people, justice now, say their name, liberation, see us, hear us, respect us, and so on and so forth. So there were about there were about 20 plus entries within within the name uh, carousel. But for me, none of none of these actually moves the needle for me. Again, this right here is more of a symbol like symbolic gesture. Yet, yeah, like you said, it's nice that Kyle Corver and you know white players within the NBA are you know helping to represent their fellow African American brothers. But when we look yeah. at when we look at the term a symbolic gesture, Vlad, the definition of it is an act that has no purpose or effect other than to show support and respect. So it's not it's not doing anything for me. These feel like ge- just generic just generic names that you put on the back of your jersey. Uh huh. That's true. You make a good point. For me, for me, man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But like I said, I'm not trying to poo poo on anything that Adam Silver's doing because he is one of the best, if not the best, commissioner. Um within any uh, major American sports. But to move on to our next topic, Lakers guard Rajon Rondo injured his right thumb in the team's first practice in Orlando. So Vlad, what does this mean for the Los Angeles Lakers and who needs to step up to get the job done? I still have the Lakers winning the title. You know, I just feel like, like I said from, you know, from previous episodes, I just feel like the way that LeBron is playing right now, like, it's just like he seen, he wants it bad. Like, he really wants it bad. Of course, Rondo is, is a key piece, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, you feel me? Like, he has been hurt, but he still has been doing his thing without him. But, I mean, in my opinion, in my eyes, the player that has to step up since Rondo was hurt is Quinn Cook. I know that probably might be a name that might surprise you, but honestly, I mean, Quinn has, um, whatchamacallit, he has played in 38 games this year he hasn't started none of those games he's averaging four points a game which is doo-doo but he doesn't i mean like i said he doesn't really start or he really doesn't play as much um he's shooting 37 percent from the from three point um from the three-point range and 43 percent from from the field so quinn cook has to step up he he literally has to step up because we know that lebron plays the point guard position and with rondo out that means the next man up you know because lebron can't be on the floor 24 7 everybody needs to take a break every now and then so quinn cook has to be that next man up that has to step up because his highest game this year came against the the Orlando Magic when he scored 20 22 points and he's only been in double figures seven games this um NBA season so hopefully when the season resumes within these um next two weeks and the playoffs Quinn Cook steps up big because you need all hands on deck at this point you can't I understand no LeBron is gonna be LeBron AD will be AD but you need help on the floor from everybody else. Everybody has to contribute in order to get that title at the end of the day. Like I said, nobody's going to win it by themselves. You need help. It don't matter from who, like you feel me, coming off the bench, whether you start in whatever it is, make sure that you contribute. So the person that I'm looking forward to is Quinn Cook. And you never know, Rondo might come back and play, you know, probably in time for the finals because they said six to eight weeks. So he should be back soon, but Quinn Cook is a guy that I'm looking um, looking to for him to step up his play. Now, Vlad, I'm a one-up. You know who I expect to thrust into that starting role and be the savior for the Los Angeles Lakers? The bald eagle himself, Alex Caruso. The Caruso. Yes, sir, Alex Caruso, man. Caruso has been balling. I, I can't lie to you about that. Caruso been balling lately. Look, <laughs> look, I'm just going to be honest. Caruso is one of the few white boys in the league that can actually hoop. I'm just going to keep it honest. That it, It's as simple as that. You can put Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, but I'm going to go with my boy, the Bald Eagle. That's right, man. Look, Caruso's plus or minus this season, although he's only averaging 
you know, around 5.4 points per game. But his plus minus is 10.5 compared to Rondo's, which is only 0.9, right? So, and also, Rondo's really only started three games this season. He's averaged a career low in points at 7.1 while dishing out his second lowest assist total with five assists per game. You compare that to Alice Caruso? To be honest, numbers don't even serve it just as I look at it. And it, it's just something that those two, LeBron and Caruso, is something that those two have on the court. It's just the chemistry that they combine with that yeah. that, 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 that just shocks me. Because out of any two players on that team, you would have asked me those two, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. I'm not too high on Caruso. LeBron, yes. Caruso, not so high. But this, I'm, I'm going to read a quote that LeBron said when, it, when he was asked about Caruso and his connection on the floor. Very cerebral basketball players. We're making winning plays, both of us. We work well together, and every minute we're on the floor, we're just trying to, trying to make it productive, trying to be in the plus and not the minus. It's a great combination for our ball club. I'm telling you. Caruso is going to be the savior in Orlando. Like I said before, like I said on previous episodes, Lakers are still winning the chip, man. Even even though, I, and like I said, I don't want to poo-poo on Rondo because he does have championship experience. He does have that veteran pedigree when it comes to the playoff. Playoff Rondo is real. And for those who don't think that is true, go back and look at it two years ago, 2018, and see what they did to the Trailblazers in the first round, okay? Rondo and Anthony Davis Those two turned up Along with Drew Holiday And the rest of that supporting cast But point being Caruso is going to be The one thing that saves The Lakers in Orlando And I think he's very capable Of running the offense With LeBron And Anthony Davis I'm not going to lie Alright so That's like Okay so one Like I got two questions What's up? So the first question, the the first question is just uh, it's just a yes or no question because I'm not too sure. Didn't Caruso come from the the D League, right? Yes, yes. So yeah, that's because that's because uh, you know I was thinking about it. I was like, did he come from the D League? But I'm not gonna lie, that was a good point that you just made with Alex Caruso. I can't believe that I forgot about Alex. Alex, my my bad, bro. Because I'm not gonna lie, you have been balling, like you said, him and LeBron. That chemistry that they have, it's 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 real. It's 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 real, and I, I'm loving it. And my second question to you is, what? because I know outside of, you know, LeBron and AD, because, you know, those are like the big two, what do you like, Do you th- what do you think about Kyle, Kyle Kuzma? Because I was honestly thinking about him at first too, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, because, I mean, I feel like they need that third option, you know, just in case. You know, they need like a, like a security blanket, I guess, that you can see. And I was thinking about Kyle, and Kyle has been, he has been, you know, playing good this year, but I haven't really, like, seen him like you know really catch my attention yet so do you think that Kyle can possibly like be a factor into this as well most definitely I really think with Kyle Kuzma what it was especially coming into the season where he was one of the few pieces that was left behind in the in the trade with New Orleans to get Anthony Davis I think I think for Kyle Kuzma this year has kind of been up and down reason being one he came into the season injured Two, you got Anthony Davis coming into the starting lineup as well, coming from New Orleans. So, of course, that's going to eat up some of your minutes along with LeBron. So And and there's really only so much on the plate for those two. And it, I think, for me, I just think it's a young player in Kyle Kuzma who's trying to find his way into the offense. And I think, I think we saw, I think we saw similar to that on Christmas Day when they played the Clippers. So I, 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 I really think Kyle Kuzma is really coming to his own in the offense. For me, I think in the playoff situation, with this being Kuzma's actually first playoff, going into the playoffs. With this, with this star-studded team and the duo of LeBron and Anthony Davis, I do think I do think you'll see a raise 
in Kyle Kuzma's game. I think you'll see more aggressiveness because for me, Kuzma is one of those only players on the team where he's an unconscious shooter. He kind of, kind of like J.R. Smith. He doesn't let one. He doesn't let a make affect him. He doesn't let a miss affect him. He just shoots the ball with no regard. And that that's what I like about Kyle Kuzma. And I really think I'm going to see a raise in his game come playoff time. Man, let's let's move on to the next topic, man. Look, Vlad, I know you're going to laugh at this one, but Kenny the Jet Smith last don't week. Don't the Jet. Don't, don't even say it. Just Let me finish, Vlad. Kenny the Jet Smith <laughs> listed his all-time top 10. But, Vlad, guess who he didn't have in his top 10? Mr. Kobe right. Bryant. And guess where he had LeBron? At number 10. Vlad... What what is your reaction to what Mr. Smith said? And the wise words of my friend AC, Mr. AC Payne, and the wise words of Austin Dixon as well. Kenny, you're fried. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it a buck. You're you're fried. Listen, Kenny was you know a good player back in his day. You know I mean he ended up winning a championship with the the Rockets. You can correct me if I'm wrong on on that Austin. Yeah. You know he got he, he got he got his title. Like you know you you had a good career, but Kenny. Kenny, let, let's be real now. Let, let's be real. You you have LeBron at number ten, and you have Kobe outside of outside of the top ten. I think he said that in the article that he had Kobe at eleven. I, Listen, first of all, n- 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 yeah, n- let me speak on Kobe real quick. RIP to him as well too. It still doesn't even sound right when I say that. But I'm getting sick and tired of people disrespecting Kobe like Kobe wasn't that dude. I don't understand. Like, are we watching the same? basketball like game like are we watching the same person here because it don't make no sense at all how why do people disrespect kobe leave him out of the top five or the top ten like kobe was really one of the top players in basketball history period kobe stayed with one franchise his entire career and gave them five championships and had and scored over thirty thousand points within this league i mean you don't get a nickname like the black mamba for no type of reason you get it because people respect you. Your opponents, they respect you. You feel me? Like, nobody not just going to give you a nickname just to give it to you. No, you get it because you earn it. Come on, bro. I'm getting sick and tired of people disrespecting Kobe. <laughs> like, I'm just, I just had to put that out there. I don't, I don't like that. And for LeBron, mm-hmm. Kenny, come on, bro. Number 10. Seriously. <laughs> LeBron James at number 10. I can't deal with the dis. I really can't deal with the disrespect, bro. I just like what. No disrespect to the other players that he he put on that list, but come on, bro. Like LeBron, literally, is one of the greatest players in basketball history as well. Like for me, honestly, it's MJ, LeBron, and Kobe for my top three. I'm not gonna go for the whole list, but it's MJ, LeBron, and Kobe. Come on, bro. Like LeBron at ten. Does that sound right to you, Austin? Hey. Of course, Vlad. Of course, it doesn't. Of course, but Vlad, let me let me ask you this before I go. So you got you got you got Michael, LeBron, Kobe. Who who rounds yeah. out your top five in that situation? Michael, LeBron, Kobe. I'm gonna say Kareem and Will. Ooh, that, that's a that's a good one. Okay, Kareem and Will. Yeah. Okay, now now, now let me go. I I've really been waiting to get to this topic. Kenny the Jazz Smith. Okay, tell me how you feel, man. In the words of my man Stephen A. Smith. Stay off the damn weed. How dare Kenny Smith have the unmitigated goal to put LeBron at number 10? You you left Shaq off your top 10. You, you, you put LeBron at number 10. You got Kobe, the black mamba Kobe, the bean brown. You what? No, that is utterly absurd. Now, Vlad, let, let me say this. 
I got all I got all due respect in the world for Kenneth Jess Smith. The way that he breaks down basketball when you watch Inside the NBA, he breaks it down to a simplistic level. Kenneth Kenneth Jess Smith is one of the one of the most smartest NBA players ever. Not to poo poo on his legacy, the man has two NBA rings for a reason. But Vlad, he was wrong for this one. He was I don't I don't know I don't know what he was doing the night before. I don't know I don't know what he was smoking. I don't, I don't know I don't. I don't know, but Vlad. I don't know. But to have that kind of a list of a top ten, what? No, I, I, I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm really not. And he's, and of course, he said because the games change and it's easier to score more, where people are putting up 26 and 25 points per game. Duh. One, one of the contributing, contributing factors you can attribute that to the pace of play increasing throughout the past decade, whatnot. And yet, of course, you can contribute that to Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors for transforming the way basketball has been played for the past five to six years. So, Kendra Jeff Smith, of course, it's going to be easy. Of course, it's going to be easier. But don't sit here and poo-poo on people's legacy. Now, let me go ahead and get to my top five. I got LeBron. I got Mike. I got Magic, Kobe, and then I got Kareem. And that that, that order, that order. Shaq, I, Shaq, Shaq is sneaking in at number six for me. That 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 that's that's my plus one. That's my plus one. That's fine. That's as long as he, as long as Shaq is in the top ten because he deserves to be in that top ten. That, that's fine. That that that's fine. But yes, Kenny needs to get drug get drug checked because I don't understand how you could just say something so blasphemous like that. Like and you feel and you feel comfortable about it. Like ten. That's that's like basically saying like Tom Brady is like the the tenth best quarterback of all time. Come on, bro. What? Tom Brady? The, no. Come on, no, bro. Like, come on. Anybody that you ask, bro, that knows basketball, you feel me? That watches basketball, you go to them. Hey, man, what you think about LeBron? LeBron being the, the tenth best player of all time? Excuse me. They they gonna look at you sideways. Exactly. And Kobe not even making the top 10 list. Nah, bro, I'm done with the disrespect, bro. <laughs> Kenny, I respect you, but this right here, you should have just kept it to yourself, bro. And, you should have just kept it to yourself. And, That's just nonsense. And Vlad, Vlad, let me add this. What player do you know is still the best player in the league in their 17th season? Please, I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh, LeBron, thank you. Thank you. Putting up double-doubles, averaging 25 and 10. Along with along with about seven or eight rebounds. So Kenny, please, with all due respect, shut the hell up. Okay? That, that, that's all I'm gonna say. Well Vlad, let, let's move let's move on to the next topic, man. Look. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Free agent Jamal Crawford officially signed with the Brooklyn Nets last week as they head into Orlando and in the bubble. So Vlad, for me that brings along along the most interesting question. Also the most hard question. Who is the greatest sixth man? In NBA history. NBA history? Oh my god, that's a tough question for real. I'm not gonna lie, like when I was thinking about this, I was I was between two people, but I just ultimately had to come with Jamal at the end. Uh, and mm. for me, I, I just had to come with Jamal because I mean I'm not gonna lie, like did Jr. had it, had it a little run for for um for six men back in his day, right? If you can correct me if I'm wrong. Who Jr. Yeah, Jr. Smith. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was he was a nice he was a nice addition off the bench. I, I give you that. Yeah, a nice addition, and I mean, I thought about Lou too. Cause don't get me wrong, Lou coming off the bench, he's nice. He's really nice. But I just had to think about. It. I was just like, bro, Jamal has been that dude though. Like 
Jay Crossover, whatever you want to call him, he's been Jay Crossover has always he's been he's been that dude, man. Like coming off the bench, he's gonna give it to you. There's no if, ends, or buts about that. Like you're gonna get your highest performance from Jamal Crawford. Like when I see Jamal Crawford play, it don't even look like you know basketball. It look like a street. It look like street ball to me. Like the way that he just handles the ball and just shoots so smooth. Mm. And just he just you know like his moves is so quick and so pure. Like Jam- yeah, Brett has to be Jamal Crawford for me, man. Honestly, it, it has to be Jamal Crawford. Like I was thinking about it, I was like, man, Austin really like hit me with this question because it's it's kind of hard to choose. But ultimately, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's Jamal Crawford for me personally. It's Jamal Crawford. Not gonna lie, Vlad, I was kind of I was in the kind of same predicament that you are in right now. But when I thought about it, pulled up some stats. For me, for me, it's almost a three way tie. Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, and Manu Ginobili. I don't care what you got to say about the ball spot in the middle of his head, but those three for me define what a true six-man is coming off the bench. Lou Williams, he put up averages of 14.5 points per game. For Jamal Crawford, he's putting up he put up 14.6 points per game so far in his career. And you got Manu Ginobili, who put up 13.3 points in his career along with five championships. And, and honestly, mm, honestly, we're just going based off of skill and nice talent with the rock in their hand. Who going to get filthy with it? Like in street ball, I, I, give, I give you Lou Williams or Jamal Crawford. But when we're talking about chips, hey, nobody got five chips like my man Mono coming off the bench, okay? That's all that's I'm going to say. That's true. That's true. That's a big point right there, man. Manu got number five chips, so that definitely that just puts him over Jamal and um Lou, to be honest. <laughs> exactly, man. But Vlad, look, look, I I know I didn't tell you about this, Vlad, but of course we got a new we got a new segment starting right now, man. It's called the fire round, man. So you gonna you gonna give me a quick response, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and let you decide. All right. All right. What's up? All right. Number one, star bench cut. Trey Young, Jason Tatum, and Luka Doncic. Sweet Jesus. Come on, Vlad. Start, start bench cut. Mm-hmm. Trey Young, Luka Doncic, and Jason Tatum? Yes. Start start Jason Tatum, bench Luka Doncic, Ooh. and cut Trey Young. What? I'm sorry, bruh. I'm sorry, bruh. Oh, dog. Jason Tatum has been... But bro, I like Jason Tatum a lot. I like Trey Young. Don't get me wrong. Now he's he's one of my favorite point guards. Don't get me wrong, but bro, over Jason Tatum and Luca, you see the way that Luca's playing this year? No, bro. No, 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 no. Start Tatum for me. Put Luca on the bench, and I'm cutting Trey on. I'm I'm just keeping it real, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I can't, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Trey. I'm sorry, bro. Like, don't get your play is nice. I'm sorry that you're on a sucky team, but. I, yeah, I, that order right there, bro. I'm not, I'm not changing. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say, Austin. I'm keeping it. Tatum, Doncic, and Trey, Trey, Trey got to go. That's it for me. I don't care what you say, Austin. That's it for me. Uh, for me, I'm going to keep this quick. I'm going to start JT. No, scratch that. I'm going to start Luka, bitch Jason Tatum, cut Trey Young. Simple as that. You don't bitch Jason Tatum. Hey, hey, look. Hey, that, hey, the whole show is, this is my show. This is my show. Hold on a second. I know this your show. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. I know this your show, but you gonna bench Jason Tatum and start. And I'm gonna start Luca. What are you talking about? Nah, fam. It gotta be the other way around, man. It gotta be the other way around. You nah, man. Come on, I, I see you failed me on this one. I ain't gonna let you fail me on this one, man. 
I'm, I'm sorry, Vlad. I'm sorry. But moving on. Mo- have to take a poll on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to take it to my Instagram, at underscore just Austin D. <laughs> but anyway, last topic of the fire round. NBA players are already snitching, according to Bleach Report, using the bubble hotline after a few positive COVID-19 cases. With Sacramento Kings, Rashawn Holmes being one of the few to test positive. And Vlad, let me tell you, I find this a funny story because it was revealed that he accidentally, quote unquote, broke the NBA bubble bubble rules to grab a food delivery resulting in a 10-day quarantine. So Vlad, if I was to ask you real quick, who do you think is the most likely to snitch on somebody using the bubble hotline? Who's the most likely? Yes. Shoot. Even though he isn't playing... I mean, does it have to be players that's playing right now, or it could just be anybody? Anybody, anybody, anybody in the bubble? Anybody in the bubble? Dang, because the person that I got, he not even in the bubble. Um, but in the bubble, shoot, it's probably Joel Embiid. Who would he? Who, who would he snitch on? Huh? Who would he snitch on? I don't know, but I just know that they said that Joel wasn't comfortable with playing. And I mean, you feel me? Like the player that I had in my head, he's not playing in the bubble. Because you feel I had a good player in my head, but I had to think about it. That's why I asked you. So I was just like, nah, I can't even say that player. Because I was going to say Kyrie. Because Kyrie, been, you know, he be doing a... <laughs> you know, he seems a little bit off to me. You know, you feel me? I, that's my favorite point guard at the end of the day. Like, you know, but I don't know, man. Kyrie is just... A, he's just... There's just something about Kyrie that just says, you can't trust You can't trust the man. You feel me? Like, Kyrie seems like he'll rat you out in a, in a heartbeat. So... But I mean, he ain't playing. But you know, Joel. I'm just, have to, I'm, I'm just saying, Joel, just to say, Joel. You feel me? It's just nice, just you know, no disrespect to anybody. You know, that's from his country. But you know, he, he did it. He, he, I, I seen him do it. You know, but no, no disrespect to Joel, though, man. That's my dog right there. But yeah, I just threw his name, just throw his name out there. Uh, for me, for me, I'm gonna make this real quick. If I had to, if I had to pick one, I think it would definitely be LeBron. Snitching on Kawhi. I, I, I see it. I, oh, so <laughs> Hey, 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 that fourth championship for LeBron? Hey, man, look, you, you got to get it by any means necessary, man. We're, we're in unprecedented times. LeBron is going to do everything in his power, even snitch a little bit, just a little bit, to get that fourth championship. Hey, it, it, could, it could be the other way around now because, you know, they say you got to keep an eye on the quiet people. Mm. And, hey, you, you never know, Kawhi probably could leak a little something behind closed doors now so hey it could go both ways now but good point though good good point good point hey man look Thank you guys for tuning in. That was my man, Vladimir Cadet. You guys can find him on Spotify at Take A Chance Podcast. You guys can also follow him on Instagram at Blessed underscore VJ. Vlad, thanks for coming through to the studio, man. Uh, Maybe we can kick it again sometime soon, man. Thank you. Always, man. Always good advice, man. Thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Austin D here. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Austin D Radio. And if you guys would like to catch up on any previous episodes, you guys can find it on your Apple Podcast app. All you got to do is type in Austin D Radio. You guys can also follow me on Instagram at underscore just Austin D. And remember, Austin D Radio is home of all trending NBA news.